From Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we con do our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit. I'm Kathy. And I'm Jay. And we're here for another episode, and we're super excited to be here. This two-week thing, it it makes so much life happen in between. Kathy, I've needed to talk to you for so long. Like, I don't just talk to you all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're going to ignore the fact that we use our super secret checks chain to to converse, but wow, has it been a, 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 an absolute bananas couple weeks. Like... I feel like a lot of life was lived in these past two weeks. Oh, tell me about it. We ha- I've had like car problems. I've had worky work stuff and family, family stuff and B's and S's and all of the things in between. <laughs> yeah. And we've had uh, car things and house things, home things, family things, life things, all of the things. Uh, we're going to get a little bit into that at our main topic for today. But until then, let's check our connections, shall we, Jay? Absolutely. So each episode, we want to challenge ourselves to apply something we've learned to our personal productivity. This is something to bring some awareness to what's going on and kind of help guide what's happening. Um, So not a challenge because we're not going to pull anything from the great Dubai Friday program, but instead we're checking our connections today. So Jay, what was your connection and how did you do? My connection was to add a silly quote onto my notebook um, and, you know, just something that would make me smile and make me want to look at it, laugh, and then write something down like I should be doing in my uh, Silk Sonic method. But I'm sad to say my connection was faulty because I forgot about shipping. Um, Yeah. So I found like the best quote. It's hilarious. I will even um, hopefully by the time we can get this out, maybe the stickers will be here. But uh, if not, I'll just say it. It says I am a geek in the streets. And a freak in the spreadsheets, which is hilarious. It makes me laugh every time. Um, I hope we can say that without being edited, but I think we can. I think we're good. I think we're safe. I, we're just talking about spreadsheets. It's fine. Exactly. Ex- Excels and whatnot. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think the biggest thing that this connection has reminded me of is like I tried to give myself something that I would have time to think about and like. I'm going to pick the best sticker, the very best, like no one ever was. Um, And (laughs) in the end, like I still didn't give myself enough time to account for shipping and things like that. And I waited and waited and waited. And I wanted to get like your feedback on like which sticker I chose because there were like three options and all of that. Had I just made the choice, which was the one that I chose anyway, (laughs) I, I probably would have a sticker on my notebook right now, but no sticker. So faulty connection on my part, but the lesson learned, just, just make sure you have that timeline, timeline on track. I love that. I love that. So my connection, um, was to clean my desk and the immediate space around it. So not my full office because I'm not completely out of my mind. Um, and then 
keep it clean. So the last two weeks have has brought an awareness around the situation and how this how I like the space to be being able to it did not take very long. It took that initial and if you saw the previous photo, you would know it wasn't horrendous, but there was a lot of just papers because I would just make a pile of recycling and a pile of things to shred. Friends, it took less than 10 minutes to clean. I don't know why it took me so long to get to it. But what I have learned is that I've been able to keep that space free for the most part. There, uh, a a photo on a tweet that I shared showed kind of the process because I had gotten mail Um, we don't get our mail very often, like every three days, so maybe twice a week. But that the day that I uh, did get the mail um, was the day that I got new keycaps in the mail. And so I brought the mail, I put it on my desk, and I did the stuff that I wanted to do. So I swapped my keycaps out. I shredded the documents that I needed to shred. I recycled the newspapers and junk that I had gotten. And then my desk was clean again. And it was just kind of an awareness and a recognition that, hey, this won't take very long, but you'll feel so much better when it's done. So I'm hoping that in the future, this is going to continue to be something that I can do. I know there will be days that I'm just not going to, which is fine. The next day I can do it. Just just kind of keeping an awareness that I feel better when my desk is clean and I work better. And um, it's something that I think I can keep doing in the future. So my connection was good. I love how you mentioned that the the task that started the journey was a very doable thing. And and that's that kind of plays into this idea of what the connection is. Like we don't we're not telling people and, and we can review some of the connections that we got, which I thought were awesome. Uh, yes. Like, first of all, if you shared something with us, you're amazing. But we had people that would like DM us and say, like, I'm going to revamp my entire system. And we're like, whoa, <laughs> calm down. Like that isn't a That's connection. Great. That's like a disconnection. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Jay, let's have you talk about um, one of the first connections that we received from Dr. Sarah, which was absolutely fantastic. And you did the most interaction with them. So I'd love to hear kind of your conversation that you had with Dr. Sarah. Absolutely. So yeah, Dr. Sarah sent us a tweet that that just said my connection for the next week is to find a good bullet journal, you know, app for the iPad. And this is this is one of those things that we talked about last week where having a community around you, having um, I call it a family of nerds, like having <laughs> having that family of nerds around you that are they just love these topics and they love having these resources available to you. I'm not going to say it's the most productive thing for them to be doing, but if they did it already, it's probably really productive for you to just ask your friends. Uh, so I I just reached out to some of my friends and we're like, hey, what are what are some good bullet journal apps for iPad? And people had a few suggestions of around like notability and um, I think GoodNotes was the other one and all and like all of these topics where if you have someone that they're not even sure where to start, like just having being able to help them and say like, 
we'll just pick one. Try this one. See what happens. I think I think that's such a good connection because, again, like Kathy, it could take two weeks or it could take 10 minutes. Find one. Give it a shot. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. But at least you've started the journey and you're like now able to be like, I know what about this I did like and what about this I didn't like. And even if I don't go with this as my choice, having that information is now going to help me with the next one. Yes. 100%. Let's talk about the next connection we had, Kathy. Yeah. So over in the Discord, um, our buddy Dave uh, talked about how he was going to utilize uh, one of uh, the Discord members on the Relay Discord server. Um, we'll have information on how to join and hang out with us on there uh, in the show notes, or you can go to relay.fm slash conduit and join the membership there. We, uh, it's a great community over there. Uh, A great family of nerds, shall we say, Um, relay your nerds uh, over there. (laughs) Um, But uh, one of the other members of the discord has a system that they called the compass method. And Dave is working on that. And wanted to see about using a timer for the visual aid to assist instead of um, like a digital Pomodoro or one of the apps that runs the timers or something like that. So I love the physicality of this and the fact that something may not be working, but what can I tweak? What small thing that might seem out of the box? There's so many apps and digital ways to do things. How can I look at a physical aspect of something to make it work different? And I love and I cannot wait to hear uh, how that's going for Dave. Um, Dave, definitely let us know. We want to know how these connections are working because it's not just about us. It's not just about our connections, especially because there's things that can work that somebody else is doing that can also remind you. And I love the idea of a physical timer. There's one I saw on a YouTube video that I really want. So I may end up just having to just buying it because I I need it. I need it for my work, Jay. We can't talk about timers too much because the last time we did, I got an ad for like all of the sand timers. And I was like, I, <laughs> my bank account is not happy right now. Let's not, right. let's not look at this. This last shared connection, before I get to it, it just reminded me that I wanted to thank a few people that reached out uh, to us, and they're like helping make this show what it is. So, um, Sam Juline, uh, Brittany, Brittany Braxton, who we talked about in the first episode, reached what, out what? and was like, Oh, I love this show. Thank you so much. Let me know if there's anything I can like help with. Or, so I was, Oh, that was so, that was like the most refreshing moment of like someone that you talk about and then they DM you and they're like, I love your show. And I'm like, Yeah, that's awesome. But one of the other people that helps us out is Matt, and Matt took it upon himself to make a my conduit connection that helps conduit so yes he is rewriting an his entire bot that we use in that private in that discord channel uh that feeds everything to a spreadsheet so that we can be as organized as possible um he took this as an opportunity to rewrite that bot in a different programming language so that he could learn and i'm I, to me, it's just like this is this is like a plus with a star 
and then another star. <laughs> this is exactly what I hope these connections can do is like encourage you to learn something new or try something different. And like almost, I don't want to say, you know, learn while doing, I guess. So learn a thing about the thing that you're doing and, and have a good functional experience in the process. Yes. I love, first off, I just love Matt. He's one of my all time favoriteest peoples in the world. So supportive, so giving, so kind and caring. And I, this is the, the, Magic that he worked in Python for the bot in the Discord is not even something that I even imagined would be possible. And not only is it possible, but it works flawlessly. So we have, you know, the Zapier connections on Twitter. So if you use the hashtag MyConduit, it will pull every tweet that uses that hashtag into a spreadsheet for us. Additionally, if you use the question mark my conduit in Discord, it will also be populated into that spreadsheet automatically, has all of the information that we need, making sure that we get names correct, have, you know, all of these important information to be able to keep the community and have the conversation going. It's brilliant. It's amazing. I love it. It works flawlessly. Even when he broke it, it came back and it works great. And I love that it's not you can ask for something and he will say, let's find out. And then magically it works. And he is just the best. And Matt, we love you. Matt also gave us a great name for people that send their connections in, and those are called conductors because conductors. they also can do it, uh, which is yeah. amazing. Uh, but thank you to all of the conductors that sent out their own My Conduit messages. You can share yours with us. We've said it several times in this bit. So hashtag My Conduit on Twitter or use the question mark My Conduit. Uh, in the Relay FM Discord, which if you want to become a member of that, you can go to our website, relay.fm slash conduit, and hit that join button at the top. Um, you can sign up for a <laughs> month or a year. and it's up Wait, those are upgrade lasers. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we, yeah. need, we need to think of a, a, a good sound effect for throw us. Throw some sprinkle on it. Or throw some sparkle on it, I guess. I don't know. I love it. We'll figure it out. I love it. (laughs) Speaking of figuring it out, let's jump into this topic that we have for this week. Yes. So our topic comes from the aforementioned amazing Discord bot connection. Um, There is a new channel called Follow Up, which allows you to insert the show art for the podcast to then trigger the bot to send the comment into our spreadsheet. Love this. Amazing. Did not even dream of it as a possibility. And the fact that it works is just incredible. So Maddie in the Discord asked and commented basically a conversation that had happened in the productivity channel and consolidated it all and has this as a question. 
So, Maddie, I really like the sound of Kathy's system. It sounds similar enough to mine that I might try to adapt it, but I wonder how she deals with days where she just can't. For people struggling with depression or anxiety or ADHD, sometimes the things we schedule just don't work out one day. Is the system resilient to that type of change? How do you recover from just can't days? So obviously there's a variety of questions and layers involved in this question. And that's why it's our main topic for today. Yeah, depression, anxiety, and ADHD. I think these are three things that I have once been told that I had by a a licensed (laughs) professional. Uh, So I, I can definitely feel the pain of of just feeling like you've got it all figured out feeling like you're there like you're you're in the groove Cusco's groove if you will sorry uh, <laughs> but all of a sudden there's just something something someone some situation whatever that just throws off the emperor's groove and and excuse me you've thrown <laughs> off the emperor's groove the groove don't throw off the groove don't the groove <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what it feels like having being that that little person that just got jettisoned out of a window and you're just like afterwards you're just shook like you don't know what you can do with it. Um, I have an idea, Kathy. Kathy do, do you mind if I I talk about what I tend to do whenever the my groove is thrown off? I would love to hear what you do, Jay. So I I have one of these corporate panels made of, you know, glass and it's a box and I have a giant hammer and I'm (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it it is very much like that in case of emergency break glass mode. I, I have a system that I use specifically for when I just can't even. Um, I'm not going to call it the odd <laughs> system because that would be just too easy. Uh, but in but it's in, in my mind. It's in our it's minds. It's there now. <laughs> the, the thing that I tend to do at that point is I do what I call a brain dump. I, I do it in my notebook and it is just put all the stuff that is in your head, all the stuff that's getting in the way, all the stuff that you feel like you got to do, all the stuff that you know is coming up, put it in your notebook Put it on note cards, put it on a giant piece of paper, a small piece of paper, put it on whatever you can. Just get it out of your head and operate out of that. I, I operate out of that space until until that space is dealt with. Nothing new is allowed to come in. And and I, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but at that point, it is like we are now in emergency mode. New things get cut off. Everything is what is on this paper, what is on this in this format. And from there, it is just one thing at a time. First thing on the list, you know, got to take the dogs to the vet. OK, let's let's just write down everything we need to do with that. And we'll just follow the list verbatim. Uh, for me, I had car problems this past week. So, like, imagine being in the desert and then all of a sudden your car just shuts off and you're just like, ah, what do I even do? With that, you know, you have to call mechanics, you have to call tow trucks, you have to do all this stuff. And I couldn't do any of it because I was in the desert because, yeah, that's terrible. But then when I got back, it was like I didn't want to work because it was like, ah, I've got this car problem that I'm still dealing with. And it was like, you know what? Break the glass, emergency mode. Let's write down everything we have to do with this car. And nothing new is coming in until we have a solid idea about how to handle this situation. Ah. That's so good. And that 
sounds very similar to the mode that I do go into next. But when the incident, whatever happens, however big or small, this is the hard part is that when you're dealing with any sort of living life that happens, it does. Sometimes it's a major car issue. Sometimes it's a less major car issue. Um, And sometimes it's as simple as you woke up with a headache because the pressure changed or it's super hot or you stubbed your toe. And there's those days where you can't even. The thing that has helped me in these situations is working on learning sooner when I am in that mode. Because a lot of times I, in the past specifically, I have gone a full day and I've been in that mode and I haven't even acknowledged it. I haven't even recognized the fact that my body was in can't even mode. And so the very first thing that I have been working on specifically this past year has been a big journey for this is recognizing when I am in that mode and being able to say, oh, I have a flat tire. Okay, this is affecting my day. This is affecting my productivity. Recognizing and acknowledging it so that I can then go into survival mode properly and make those brain dumps and make those adjustments to what is going to actually get done has been the biggest step into this journey of con doing it. Because if I don't know I'm in that mode, I'm not going to be able to do any of these these survival tactics. It it makes me feel almost... I don't know, Kathy, have you ever played Among Us? <laughs> well, yes, I have. And if you would like to see me play Among Us with friends on The Incomparable, go to whatever The Incomparable... YouTube channel is. (laughs) We'll we'll find a link in the show notes for that one. But I I feel like in many cases, we do need that emergency meeting button of just the second you see something, it's like smash the button, give yourself time to be like, all right, let's, let's break this down. Let's talk about this. It doesn't have to be, you know, the two minutes that they give you or however long they give you, (laughs) but like give yourself enough time to be like, okay, why am I feeling this? And, and I'm, I'm not the person to tell you that like, it is that easy of just like smash a button. Let's have a deep internal conversation and then all of a sudden be better now. Okay. Adding, get a button to my list. I need a button and a timer. Darn it. And it's your connection to go first this week. Ah, okay. (laughs) 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 But, you know, I'm not going to be the one to say that. When you're in the middle of a of a depression, you know, moment or an anxiety point, you know, if you're having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, like it's going to be really hard to push that button yourself. I think that's why you have a you need to have a team with you. You need to have those friends um, again, that whole that whole system of nerds around you that can push the button for you at times or have a 
trusted, you know, family member, or if you're by yourself, have a trusted cat that will whine (laughs) until you feed them to be like, let that be the moment where you go, am I, am I in a moment where I need to, I need to give myself an emergency meeting? And, and being able to recognize that and, and pay attention. Sometimes something that's helped me is journaling after a situation has happened to see if I can find and figure out what those, what my body or mind does as I'm going into that situation. So if I find that I'm not drinking my water, oh, at the end of the day, if I haven't refilled my gigantic hydro flask, I probably am at least at the beginning parts of that kind of incident. And I can start to make those changes. So checking in, having having those those small things that can really make a big difference in the future yeah, just just awareness is is that first step to being able to then not fix because it's not something that's broken, but to be able to get through that moment, you got to know that you're in it. It's almost like you have to endure that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Recognize, acknowledge, don't dwell. Recognizing it doesn't mean that you have to sit in it and let it overtake you for a week. But you do need to be able to recognize it. But how how do you like deal though in that moment? Are you are you just like because I mean that's the thing is we can acknowledge like yeah there's a problem okay but what do we do about it like how do we, how do we get out of the I just can't even moment yeah that that's when I get into survival mode and I will usually have to do something to distract recognizing okay what absolutely has to get done do I need to eat yes is there a project that needs to happen because of X Y Z. Yes. Do I need to, you know, walk the dog or, you know, make sure that this particular email is replied to? Yes. Figuring out through a brain dump, going through your to-do list, any of those things, figuring out what has to be done at the very bare minimum is important. And then I will transition the other things automatically onto the next day. So in my system, in my Hobonichi planner, I will just do an arrow and move it to the next day. So I will rewrite it. This helps calm my mind saying, hey, I'm not going to forget that I need to do X, Y, Z because it's written down for tomorrow it's not today's problem anymore. And then I can go and I can take a shower, take a walk, do some breathing exercises, do some yoga, some gentle movement, read a book, cross stitch, any of these things that can try and distract my brain so that I can then come back and do survival mode and finish Whatever projects need to be done today, again, recognizing and acknowledging that this is not something that's forever. I will not always feel like this. This too shall pass. Whatever other cheesy moments you want to say, moving on. But then making sure that the things that have to get done will get done. Yeah. And I I know for myself, I mean, again, you know, we're we're not talking directly to Maddie here, but uh, I'm sure we're talking to all of the people out there that that have the the mental health trifecta there of depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Like me, when when my ADHD is kicking in, that is often me over committing myself and doing things that at the end of the day aren't even my responsibility. 
And I often use that to my advantage when I'm in, when I'm in, I just can't mode. It's like, Oh wait, this isn't my job. <laughs> Let me send an email. Right. Let me pass this back to whoever it was. And, and let's, and even be open and honest about that. There was, there was a wonderful tweet from my good friend, Kenneth, that talked about the ability to, you know, love working for your boss and being able to, to just let them know, Hey, today is just one of those. I can't even days. And having their support to say, okay, let's, let's pass some stuff along. Let's, let's make sure that first and foremost, we figure out how we get you back to a hundred percent and let's keep, let's make sure everybody else is aware of the situation. Maybe not the details, but at least the, the parts that say, Hey, Jay's probably not going to be the person you want to ask, you know, to start a new project with right now. Like Jay's figuring stuff out. Jay, you know, his car broke down or whatever. And we need to, we need to make sure that, that I'm given the time that I need to get those things figured out and get back on track, which we'll talk about in a bit. But I think, I also have to recognize that there is kind of a level of privilege there of that, like, I can go to my boss and say that. Yeah. If you can't go to your boss and say that, I I hope that you have, you know, a coworker, a, a, a friend that you work with or someone that can, you know, depending on what the situation is, someone that you can lean to and say, hey, look, I'm having a real hard time right now. Maybe I can help you out later if you don't mind helping me out at this moment. Uh, personal productivity is uh, is very seldom personal. Uh, it just often feels like it in the moment. Yeah, it's very rare that your personal productivity doesn't affect anyone but yourself. Uh, the community is so important in all of these steps. And, and that's not just for what you can contribute, but also being able to allow other people to contribute to your day, too. And, and this can be in the form of coworkers, it can be in the form of other people in your household, whether a partner, spouse, child, uh, roommates, whatever situation you're in, all of these things are connections to each other. And it's all interlinked and being able to, again, recognize and acknowledge those pieces to then get support when you need it is really important. Yeah. I'm, I mean, not, not to get too heavy into it, but one of my recent survival modes was when my dad got sick and it was like, Hey, I, I need dad. I need you to take care of you because you not being good is causing me to go into emergency mode. So what yeah. I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure I'm going to basically be life manager at the moment. I'm going to delegate and do what I can so that I can make sure that I'm capable of operating myself and so that you can focus on getting back to as healthy as you can get. And then we can slowly get back on track together and and figure out how to move from there. Yeah. When my dad also was sick, I had a day he was having surgery and I was making ridiculous mistakes. I was not responsive. I was, you know, doing things not my normal way. And one of my clients reached out and was like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, oh, (laughs) no wonder I'm so distracted. Again, I 
knew it, obviously. I knew my dad was in surgery. I knew that there was nothing I could do, but I didn't really acknowledge it. And if I had, I would have been able to make the changes to better situate the day. So whether take the day off or move the things that I had to do. But in order to communicate that information, I had to know that that information. And so all of this to say there is no one true way to get through survival mode, but know that you can do it. And know that eventually you will be able to get back on track with things. Like it's, you you don't have to live in your new state of, I can't even. And, And in fact, you hopefully shouldn't. Like that, that is not a standard safe zone. And even though sometimes it can be longer than others, I think of specifically, you know, when Ryan was in the hospital and in rehab and the transition for all of those were different, different types of survival mode. Sometimes I wonder how I how I did it, but I did somehow and I'm through it. But it's taken a long time to ramp back up after that stress. So don't let it hang on as long as I did. That's all I'm going to say there. But speaking of ramping back up, how do you get back on track, Jay? Well, I mean, just like Cusco, you just got to tell the band to start playing again. I'm, I'm kidding. No, that, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't just yell at a band outside. Hey, play that music. But I, I think that there there is something to that. You know, get Get the once the pieces are back in order, you know, just like a song would not start just in the middle, like start at the beginning, rev it up, like just ramp up, but don't do it so fast that you go careening off the top of a cliff. Uh, just <laughs> take your time, give yourself the space that you need, because that is that is something that I learned recently that it's not just time, it's also space. Um, I, I've mentioned this a few times, you know, getting this show off the ground came with sacrifices. It meant that other things had to disappear. And in order to figure out what was happening, I like let people know well in advance, like, Hey, by the way, this is probably going away. And these other things I won't be able to do for a while until I can figure out that I'm back in the groove and then I can take on new things. And once I got back to that position, that was when I could say, Hey, let's have a meeting and just catch up and let's figure out what can I, what do I feel like I can handle? But then also what do I need you to kind of continue on with and make a plan? Like I feel like we, we often don't make plans for the the non quote unquote impactful things and i i love to make a plan i'm a planner i am very much that person that will go on a vacation not to the point where i know every like few seconds of what i'm doing but it's like hey on this day i want to go do this so i can make sure i have all the all of you know the pieces put together for that And I think in order to get back on track, if you've done that, if you've written that list of things that you've, you know, that pause moment, if you've written everything down, getting back on track shouldn't be as challenging as long as you have gone through the steps progressively. Again, write everything down that you can. Don't let new stuff come in. Don't let new stuff get involved unless it's absolutely vital 
and then just work off that list until you start getting back into the swing of things. And then you can you can restart your engines and keep going. Yeah. Being able to use whatever time you can to to if something does come in or when you've done that brain dump, being able to transfer this stuff to the day. Don't be afraid to transfer it again. Um, if you, you know, transition out of the survival mode and get back and are ready to get on track again and you look at the list and it still is completely overwhelming you, being able to recognize that fact and say, okay, this thing on the list, maybe it doesn't need to be done until next week or tomorrow again, a a different day, you know, being able to give yourself some grace and some kindness and also making sure that any like due dates that might have to get pushed back are acknowledged and you're able to nobody's waiting on you and doesn't know what's going on. So again, keeping that communication in place so that everyone is on the same page will help you ramp back up so that you can get back to the even side of the world instead of the odd. And, you know, I think earlier we mentioned like you're not going to be in emergency mode forever but that doesn't mean that getting back on track is exactly where you were. Um, in many cases, being exactly where you were will only send you right back into emergency mode. So yes. making sure you reevaluate where you can go. I mean, like, like I said earlier, it's it was in order to do this, some things had to be paused, other things had to go. So when I'm back on track, the stuff that went didn't come back. It it stayed gone, but the things that I put on pause, I was able to unpause and slowly get back to where they were. And now I'm operating at at whatever my new baseline is. Yeah. And also giving yourself, letting yourself recognize that, you know, your peak metrics of productivity are going to be different every day. You are not going to be able to have your best productive day every day. It's just impossible. There is no, not even robots can do that. So being able to recognize that and give yourself forgiveness that, hey, maybe you shouldn't think that you're a terrible person because you weren't able to finish the same things that you were able to finish last week. You mentioned peaked mattress of productivity. That makes me want to nerd out a little bit. So can can I just share a thing that I did recently that kind of plays into this? Please do, Jay. Okay, cool. So for those that don't know, I'm a little bit of a shortcuts nerd. I like making those shortcut things that you push the button and it does a bunch of stuff. And I also really love Tetris, like just the game. There's not anything there. Um, However, I play Tetris on an old school Nintendo entertainment system. Um, the, the old, the big one, not the, the small one or not the one that's made out of Lego. But the problem with that is you can't save that game. So (laughs) there's no way to remember my highest scores, but over the last couple of weeks, I actually built a system and originally it was just to, Hey, track the date and whatever my highest score is. And even if I think I have a high score, I just put it in. If it's not a high score, then it's whatever. But one of the things that I changed with it was it now records my daily best 
as well as my personal best. And that's where it ties back into this idea of like your daily peak productivity metric there. There are some days where I might have a headache. There are some days when, you know, I'm hangry or whatever, and I just can't focus. And I want to be able to think about like, okay, what was my peak that day? What was I able to do? And a lot of that is, is, and I've talked about this on other shows, is the idea of if you know, if you're able to identify what are the things that keep you from operating at your best, it gives you those indicators of when to hit the emergency button or which in my case would just be turning off the darn game and going to bed. Uh, but <laughs> I I think there has to be some type of r- recording or journaling maybe that you can say, hey, today was kind of an off day. I wasn't able to get as much stuff done. That's why my system, you know, that's why the Silk Sonic method works the way that it does is as much as I'm able to make plans, I'm able to interrupt them and and just say, nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this other thing. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that nothing will get lost or forgotten because it doesn't get done on this one day is important. And I think that both of our methods and our systems allow us to have these days or even just a moment. If there's a couple hours where you're just like, I I can't even... And so I'm going to odd and I'm going to go take a nap or I'm going to take a shower or I'm going to do, you know, go get some ice cream. Highly recommend whatever you need to kind of refresh yourself so that you can come back and try and and be more productive to get the things done that need to get done. So maybe the song will change, but I'm sure you'll find your groove again. Yes, you will. Absolutely. Uh, So I think that's it for our main topic, which means it's time for our new connections for the next two weeks. So my connection is I'm going to get a big button. <laughs> you suck. I want a button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but specifically, actually, I may end up just connecting a button to my stream deck to trigger some sort of tracker so that when I'm recognizing that I'm having an incident, that sounds so much more stressful than it could be. But if I'm feeling off, being able to just have a button to push that says I'm feeling off so that I can try and automatically track and see what's going on to see if I can maybe recognize a particular type of day or day of the week or the time it is or before or after lunch or whatever to try and get that information to see if I can try and minimize the incidents that are happening. I'm going to do something close to that. I'm I'm not going to make, well, I am going to make a button too because I want a button, but that's not going to be you my connection. You can do connection. a button. There's nothing that says that we have to have separate connections. I, I want it to be a separate connection. So okay, I'm going to do a thing that... Honestly, I should do more of. I I use an app called Timing, which gives me a lot of information about how I'm using my computer during the day. And I'm just going to commit to doing two examinations of the week to see if I can pinpoint the highs and the lows in comparison to what's happening in my notebook. Because again, the notebook is supposed to be a 
collection of the things that I've done and the things that I'm working on and doing and those things, but they're often so many things. Is it something on Twitter? Is it something on YouTube, you know, that's causing these moments? And if they are, how do I get rid of them? Like, how do I just stop doing that? Um, so I'm going to review my timing information and I'll also re- review my screen time as well. Cause I'm sure, um, I'm, I will, people will be very upset with how, how little or how often I am on my devices. Um, <laughs> depends on what type of nerd you are there, I guess. I love it. I think it's so wonderful. I think that's a great connection. And uh, we would love to have you share your connections with us. Once again, you can do that on Twitter at hashtag MyConduit or in the Relay Discord uh, with the question mark MyConduit. We want to make sure that we can cheer you on and support your connection as best that we can. And uh, in case you want to let us know about those times that you couldn't even or maybe you couldn't odd. We don't know. Who are we to judge? Uh, perhaps you could tell us on Twitter. You can find me at KJY Miller. You can find me at Mrs. Soup and you can find the podcast at Conduit FM all on Twitter, all of the things. Uh, so Jay, did we condo it? I mean, I'm, I'm going to need my boogie shoes on. Cause I think we con did it. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah.